This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to another This Week in Ipswich Town FC History. My name is David Diamond and I'll be here each and every week alongside Man of a Million Spreadsheets, author of IpswichTownStats.com and top ITFC historian. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you, it's the renegade stat man. We'll be looking back at the names, games, wins, draws, losses that occurred this week in ITFC history. Hi, Statman. What have you, have you got? Some nuggets for us this week? I hope so. It was a lot easier this week. Sixteenth uh, to the twenty-second of August, and there were actually, if you look at loads the games, of games, yeah, eighty-seven games that I, I pick from. <laughs> where, where, where were we? The very first week we did, we were like eleven. Like, eleven. Yeah. Blimey. And so the, the positive thing is that well, we I reckon we've got another twenty years in this pod. <laughs> We might be going to some pretty ropey games for Division 3. We can string it it out. Um, Just before we get started, I'd like to remind everyone this is part of the Blue Monday network of podcasts, so please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you pick up your podcast from and tweet us your memories, good or bad, to at Blue Monday ITFC. Statman, fire away. Where are we we going first? Where's the time? Where's the time machine? Let's whir it up. And like I said, Ben has now got those sound effects for us, which is which is great. So we're we're going back to you know one of the greatest seasons in in my opinion. We're going back to 1991-92, the year that we won uh, Division Two. John Lyle was the manager. And we went off to play Bristol Rovers away. I mean, what I remember about that—that season just came out of nowhere. Didn't it? Because yeah. we were fairly. I mean, Lyle had been there season. a season, maybe one season, and pretty obviously we we're really average under Duncan. Obviously, yeah. we, he went. I mean, this was never sacked the managers. But I think we actually dispensed of him, or both by mutual agreement, or whatever. But effectively, he was sacked, and Lyle came in and fairly nondescript season. Yeah, the, the season, season before. before was was his was his first season with us, and I, I think we finished. I want to say fifteenth, but we seems familiar. Fifteenth, seems we, familiar. We were we were around there, and the, the the thing about this season is when you look at the first game of the season and number of debuts in this game, none, no debuts whatsoever. Yeah, which is you know pretty unusual. You think you know most seasons now, and, and we spoke about you know a few weeks ago about the the debuts that you know Jewel had made. I think at Bristol City seven there, and yeah, you know that that, that kind of shocked me, and it was a it was a great season. Um, you know. 14th, I think we were, you know, the, the season before. Yeah, 14th, 15th, um, yeah. Yeah, and this game, we were 3-0 up after after 65 minutes. Am I... 
This is this is for Ben. Am mm. I right that a certain could this have been a certain Marcus Stewart debut? Do we think? Well, I'll tell you what. On, on my notes, I've got Marcus Stewart debut, and then I added question mark on the end because as much as I could do a little bit of research for this game, you couldn't 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 find anything. Someone, so someone if anybody out there right. can confirm that that was Marcus Stewart's debut, um, Town took the lead. Jason Dazelle, Paul Goddard, Mickey Stockwell. We spoke about Dazelle the other week, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah. He uh, had a goal in him, didn't he? Paul, Paul Goddard, yeah, great player. Forgot about that. Again, yeah. came to us fairly late on in his career, but yeah, was very certainly very instrumental the season Ham before. He came from? I think possibly was. QPR? Well, I don't know, did, he, did he go up north or something like QPR, that? QPR, maybe. I think he played for a few teams. Did he play for Newcastle? Or? Yes, he'd certainly yeah. played for Newcastle. We're kind of yeah. almost like doing a CV game, but in reverse. In reverse, yeah. you're right. I've got yeah. a feeling it could have been QPR. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, very very experienced because he also got the season before, I think. He also got, or maybe, no, actually, maybe later that season, he got Steve Whitten in as well. Yeah, that's who, right, who, yeah. who we spoke about also um, on a, um, the other week. Um, third yeah, goal. Yeah, who, who else scored that game? Mickey Stockwell scored God. the third goal for us, putting us, you know, 3-0 up and, you know, Mickey Stockwell again, legend. Yeah, exactly. Six hundred games. Yeah, I mean this played <laughs> in so, the Premier League, and that is now a, a kitchen and bathroom fitter. A very so good one, by all accounts. Yeah, you know. But you when know. when you look at that stat, nineteen ninety one. So Stockwell scored. He's got another ten years to play. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's with us another ten years. That's he's right. Incredible. And yeah. but clearly, the money wasn't in the the in football then as it as it is now. Oh, pretty, you find it hard to pretty. believe that you know Mickey Stockwell would have played. You know. Those games in the Premier League, and you know, like you say, he's a, he's a great kitchen fitter. And if you <laughs> if you ever see him, he's quite happy to stop and have a chat. But yeah, Marcus Stewart, um, he was fouled for a, a, a penalty in that game was was brought down. Yeah, um, and Forrest fortunately saved that. And you know, we thought, brilliant, what a start to the season. You know, three nil up. I keep thinking that that Bristol Rovers were at. Maybe playing at Twerton Park, Bath. I think, in Bath for, were. for, for that, for that yeah, game. Yeah, certainly Eastville had long burnt down. Uh, probably then, a Tesco's by then. Yeah. But then, you know, Ben's favourite, Marcus Stewart. Oh, yeah, Ben. There yeah, you go. Got one back. And he was a you know very young lad then. Debut you know, goal, surely, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, got to be. And then <laughs> another name that comes back to haunt me, but Devon White. Black, lank, all I remember, Devon White, Big, lanky black, yeah. six foot. Yeah, you didn't well want to mess plus. with him. Yeah, no. Scored, Built like a boxer. Two. Yeah. He actually, you know, football wasn't the sport for him, really. He was a bit like that, um, uh, who's a guy who plays, uh, my son always mentioned him, like that tank player who plays in the lower leagues. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. know what you mean. Akin Fenwa. Akin Fenwa, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was kind of like the, um, the pioneer for, for Akin Fenwa. And, and unfortunately, you know, that, that was a game, we, we spoke, uh, I think, the week before last about the Brentford game. And, you know... We were 2 0 up in that game, and in this game we were 3 0 yeah, up. 3 0 up, that does you know, feel, even at 65 minutes, whatever, that does feel like, it still feels like a defeat. I've got a feeling Devon White, you know, went on to play for QPR. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did, but, you know, what a start. You know, what was he? What a start. You know, okay, 3 3 will start the yeah. season, but, you know, you come away from there, okay, 3 0 up, all going well, 3 3 draw. How could you see? I know it's the first game of the season, but. Little do you know how that season was going to exactly, yeah, you know, was going to develop. I mean, what what um, what I know about Lyle is the 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 respect the younger players have for him, like Kawamia. And I've since sort of read that Kawamia sort of said certainly after Lyle died, and I've heard him say this in recent years that he was like a father figure yeah. to him. Basically, you great, know, he, great great manager, knowledgeable. Um, I think you know that. At some point, when he kind of stepped up to be like director of football or whatever role he was, and Mick McGiven took 
bit more of a control, and I think that kind of yeah. coincided with us really struggling in games. Oh, and football was, oh, yeah. But wasn't yeah. wasn't either wasn't Mick McGiven the, the the pioneer of? I think Spain won the World Cup in or the European Championships in 2010 or 12. Yeah. And they, they didn't play with a forward. And, and I think when we played um, <laughs> Manchester United at Old Trafford, we drew nil-nil, but I think yeah, you went for I've a 4-6-0 four, six, four, six, oh, formation. Yeah, I think, you, I, think perhaps you're, I think perhaps you're right. Yeah, but uh, what I remember about Lyle, I think I read his, uh, a little while ago, I'm sure I read his book, I'm sure he'd written a book, but he, was, he got treated very sort of harshly by West Ham. I mean, he was there years and just yeah. got dispensed with. Didn't we get him from Tottenham or something like that? I think he was uh, like a, he helping at Tottenham as like yeah, a, one I think of their Left, coaches, he certainly yeah. West left West Ham. Yeah. He was, perhaps he was scouting or something for yeah. Tottenham. He's certainly doing something. I'm pretty sure. I'm but, pretty sure you're right. But you know, yeah. What I remember. What what a, what a brilliant um, what a brilliant end to um, yeah. What a brilliant season. What a brilliant end. One thing about I won't no I won't I won't mention this. I was going to mention okay. something else about Marcus Stewart, but that that can wait to a later date. Where are we off to next? So we're going um, to 2011, 20th of August 2011. Um, that, you, that date. Rings a nasty in, bell. Go on. In, in your intro, you talk about the. I think you mentioned the losses as well. So oh, yeah. I thought let, let's to. get a loss in, and if we're going to get a loss in, let's go large. So Peterborough away, <laughs> Peterborough seven, oh, Ipswich Town one. Do, what I remember about this game? Did we not take the lead with an absolute stonker? We did from Keith, uh, Keith, Keith Andrews. Keith, Keith Andrews, Keith yeah, Andrews. Th- thirty yarder um, put us one nil up. And Keith Andrews rock paper scissors with Jimmy Bullard. He did, yeah. yeah. They yeah. were. Uh, Funny guys, weren't they? You know, just take take the free kick. But yeah, um, and so we took the lead, but then we found ourselves four one down at at half time. Um, the game was on Sky as well. I think it was like oh, twenty past no, five kick off. Yeah. Oh, so I, I didn't go. I watched it on Sky, and it was just so painful. That was the game. Um, well, we'll go on. But Smith got sent off, didn't he? he and did, I yeah. honestly thought at that point. Smith had played his last game for Ipswich. Yeah. I honestly, he was that bad and then got sent off and I honestly thought, yeah, we won't see him again. Yeah. You know? Well, I, t- I tell you what, we're going to move on. It's going to be interesting that you made a judgment about him in that game because it was the first time ever in Ipswich's history that two Ipswich players were, were sent off in the in the same game. Lee oh, Martin was Lee Martin. sent off just before half-time. I think it was, it was fairly harsh. I think Second I yellow? Or pe- yeah, innocuous tackle, I think. Yeah, yeah okay. Um so we made a change at half time, four one down. So we bring on Tommy Smith, who then sets another record for Ipswich. That's right. Yeah, came on and he was sent off sixty-seven seconds later. So is that seriously? I can, yeah. I can remember him yeah. going quite early, sixty-seven seconds. So when your judgment that he played quite badly, he didn't have a, he didn't have long on the pitch. <laughs> Maybe that's what I thought. That's why I correlated it that Crikey's just had a complete brain fart, and that's it. We'll never see him again. That was a but didn't. Paul Taylor played. Well, that's when he yeah. first came to my young, young Paul Taylor, he scored two, and uh, Lee Lee Tubby, Tom, Tubby Lee Tomlin yeah, got scored a, a hat trick. I think yeah, they yeah. ripped us apart. Fact, I he, remember. He, he uh, I think he scored the penalty that, that Tommy Smith gave away when he was when he was sent off. Christ. Um, the thing about Paul Jewell is a lot of his games did involve some high scoring games. <laughs> for ones, you know, yeah, seven one. We got five threes. Well, and... I remember, I remember the game, which I won't, we won't dwell on too much because this, who knows, might yeah. come up. But a game in the week preceding that was was two five, wasn't it? Southampton two five, yeah. And but Southampton looked great that night. I think it was a Tuesday night, and they, I think, didn't they go on? Didn't they just come up? Yeah. And they went on to went right through. Went to, right through with Norwich. I don't know they? if they won the league. I think Norwich might have pipped them. But yeah, they, they went certain, right through with Norwich. Yeah, but they were that was a fantastic oh, thing. Lana and a ridiculous team. And yeah. you know we we're looking at it, you know we, I think we were we were suddenly in that more immersed ourselves into to loan players and getting a few more loan players in the team. But 
you know, Andrews, I thought, was a was a good player it's for good us. Good player. Yeah. yeah, good player. He's, he's now, he's done all right for himself, and he's now sort of summarising, certainly on, on, on Sky, he's on yeah. most most weeks, I think. Yeah. I mean, certainly on the championship games. Exactly, yeah, no, good good player. So, anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pull the lever this time and go back a bit further. Go on, where are you going now? We're going back to <laughs> pull the lever. 28th of August, 1977. <laughs> Oh my god! Right, okay. so this, this, is, your, I, this I, is your era. I think I know Bobby where you're Robson's coming in charge. from. Seventy-seven, seventy-eight. What a great season that would be! I, I know what game you're going to speak Division on. Division one. We started off against Arsenal. Yeah. Do you remember the game? Do you know, bizarrely, I remember this game, but I, I remember the game. Obviously, we. This was quite bizarre because I don't think I'm giving any. I don't think giving any spoilers away. Here. Incredibly, we started the season with a one 0 win against Arsenal and ended it with a one 0 yeah. win against Arsenal. Completely, let, let me say, different. Won't can, say too much about it. Go on. Can I? Can I jump in there? So yeah. Clearly, when I, I I saw that stat as well, I thought that that's unusual. So I thought let's go back and look. Um, I stopped at nineteen eighty four eighty five when we played West Ham at the start of the season and at the end of the season, both in in league games they were. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that unusual. shocked me. Yeah, unusual. I thought that was going to be unusual. Unusual. Um, what I remember about this game is. Um, Almost got abandoned. I remember a torrential rain. Hey, it was one of those well storms that we had in Ipswich. A couple of do you remember a couple of weeks back? We had that we had that massive storm that night. Oh, it's horrific rain. Yeah. But this was rain, hail. Can't remember if it was the thunder and lightning, but it was so bad that I think that they took the players off for what seemed like about half an hour, but it's probably only about, about ten, 10 minutes, minutes. I think yeah. Um, I believe so, Geddes Getty scored for us. I think yeah. Well, Geddes came in. He was replaced Weimark, who who was injured, yeah. so he he started for him. And yeah, he he scored, and thirty thousand one hundred and fifty four fans were there. And I think Incredible. one of the the reasons that the the crowd was a bit higher is that the churchmen's have been redeveloped during the <laughs> during the summer. This I remember. I used to stand in churchmen. Some I graduated as you get older, you sort of graduate to the north stand and stuff like that. But back when I used to first go, I mean, pals and that mates and that used to stand in churchmen's at the back. And all I remember those wooden sleepers. And and yeah, and, and, and subsequently, you know, you, you you think about the horrific like Bradford City fire, yeah. which essentially was the same thing. And you know, you think about that. But I remember some of these sleepers had like they had like two inch gaps in. You could yeah. see, you could see, you know, down below. You know, so like, if you dropped any change, you were never going to oh, get it back, mate. You were not getting that back. Or and and. You know, people were you know, smoking up there, throwing away you know lit fags, and then you think you think back now, you think, Christ Almighty, how the hell did that not you know, ever God go? Love up the, in? God love the seventies there, yeah, <laughs> definitely. But I think you know, they were, they were, as well as they're you know having a, a new stand, the previous season in in seventy six, seventy seven, we finished third in in Division One, so we were really on the up. Oh, mate, that was the season when we should have won the league. We should have won the league. We lost, we lost it. That was the season where about three games to go over Easter, we were coasting, um, and. Um, uh, beat he got this mysterious bonfire injury where he got oh, where right, he got yeah. burnt. That was the season before. Was it? I thought it was a lawnmower, but no, I don't know. He was some live. Apparently, he was yeah. throw, throwing fuel on a bonfire alive. And it, oh, anyway, there's all sorts of conjecture. But yeah, anyway, he he was he was out with burns, and we uh, he was you know we we I've said about him on a previous pod before. Um, such a big miss, but. Yeah, I mean, who could have, who could have thought that this season? But ironically, this season we had a season of real struggle in the league. I mean, we just couldn't win a game. I mean, we had a load, a bunch of injuries. I remember finished about eighteenth. Yeah, yeah, Christ. Yeah, I don't think. I think, to be honest, I think we'd beaten West Brom in the cup semi final, but between the cup semi final and the FA Cup final, we still needed to win one more game to be sure of staying out. But it was that that bad. Yeah. I think it was like when I say like the old cliche injury ravaged season. That was the season. Well, but, I, 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 just coming in there, I mean, 
as I said, you know, 76-77, we finished third in the league. Like you said, we had a real good chance of, of, of winning that. So what you do during the summer is you invest in your squad, you know, and actually no we debut. start that season, no debut whatsoever. <laughs> you know, we all go on about Bobby Robson brought bought hardly any players in. Incredible. But yeah, that game we started, and you, you've already mentioned about the injury crisis, but that, that game we didn't have Mick Mills, Johnny Walk, Trevor Weimark. Colin Viljone, Dale Roberts was also added to that list as well, and yeah, you know to to start off yeah. the season. I mean, I don't think Walk played. I think Walk had some sort of um, Achilles or hamstring or something like that. I don't think Walk played till like FA Cup third or fourth round. Yeah, that that you know in end of January, middle of Jan, February, he was out for ages. Exactly. So the, the I mean the injuries did did you know ravage us this season, but you know starting the season. 30,000 fans at Portman Road. We beat Arsenal 1-0. And the other thing was, I looked at this, it's the seventh straight win we had against the Gunners. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. That is absolutely ridiculous. And Geddes, what I would say about Geddes in score, replacing the Wyamout, what a, you know, a crucial part he played in the, in, in the game yeah. later, uh, the last game exactly. of the, that season. I remember season. him on the, on the right wing. Yeah. and setting up the goal and he was absolutely Britain-inspired, obviously Robson-inspired. Perhaps tactically, but perhaps that's something we'll we'll cover one day, maybe you, in, you, in the future. He then went off to Aston Villa the season after, I think. It was, it was the yeah, he was he was he was in an accident, didn't he? It was quite sad. I'm pretty sure he was driving a car or in a car when one. I think I'm sure someone will correct me if I'm wrong. That um, was in a crash somewhere on the A12 near like Stratford, out near you know getting towards Colchester. And I think a youth player got killed. Peter Canavan, I think his name was. Really promising youth centre-half. England youth, I think. And I think he got killed. And I'm sure... And I'm, apologies out there if I've got this wrong. Yeah. I'm sure Geddes was either driving the car or a passenger and he never could quite yeah. cope with it. I never, 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 never knew that. Yeah, true. Something for me to have a look. No. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Uh, no, that, uh, yeah, back. please. Uh, I think that's true. He never could quite, he never coped with it and um, and he went to Villa and he, he was part of the Villa team that, of course, 
won the two European years, Cup. Yeah. Well, certainly Pipless for the bloody league yeah. a couple of years later. Good player, strong, strong player, strong. Where did he end up? Did he go to Birmingham? Did he spend yeah, a bit yeah. of time in the Midlands? I think, he yeah. did. Villa, then Birmingham, then I've lost track. I'm not yeah. sure where he went after that, but certainly I think he settled in the... Uh, I, think he's, uh, I think he's from Carlisle, Beatty territory originally. Yeah. Um, yeah, good strong. Yeah, that player, sort of long flowing sort of he man blonde lock sort he of thing. Did. Yeah. Good, good looking lad, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think the lady didn't, didn't have the physique of he man, but he certainly had the the hair of he man, the cartoon right. that you were yeah, probably on. Strong, the, yeah. strong. Yeah, you wouldn't. You would, yeah, one of these. One of these. Uh, you know, if you're a centre half, you wouldn't want to be facing him because he put it about as well. Yeah, yeah definitely. You get stuck in. I mean, like I mentioned earlier that, you know, 87 games in this, and I, I actually found it quite difficult because there were lots of games that I really want to talk about, and I thought, you know, we, we're save, starting off this, this podcast, and yeah. Um, that's, so, a, that's a great that's a great one, and, and what a stat, seventh straight win over Arsenal. Yeah, I mean, um, unbelievable. I mean, but, but I remember games, I think it may have been the game the previous season. Um, I, I think, I believe I went to this game, went away to Arsenal, won 4-1. Yeah. Yeah, we, at, at Arsenal, yeah. Easy, you know, just, yeah. yeah Maybe Arsenal. it's the fact that they left Highbury and went to the Emirates that we haven't had such a good record against them. I don't know, but uh, uh, barely played them. Have we? <laughs> I think I can think of that League Cup semi final. Yeah. I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah, it must be. Yeah, I was going to um, say with the, before that. I think two thousand. We beat them in the League Cup. League Cup, yes. Scowcroft and Clapham. Or yeah, scored lost in the league. Henri, usually yeah. Henri, one on one. Goal. Um, uh, sorry, if you're going to mention Thierry Henry, I mean, let, let's just say you know, I don't like him because he scored that hand goal against. Oh, Ireland, you've so got that Irish hand, affinity. That, you you told me yeah. about this, didn't you? Or Irish yeah. affinity for those out there. So I'm just yeah, spitting I'll, here I'll when he's mentioned yeah, I'll, Thierry Henry. So I'll tell you, let, let's very quickly uh, twiddle the dial on the on the stat machine and fly forward in time to what I think is a, a lot of the people listen to this and a lot of town fans will say it was a great game. We go to um, the 22nd of August 2000. Obviously, just got promoted through oh, the, the, the the playoffs. Yeah, the week before we we um we got beaten three one at, at at Tottenham. I think Mark Venus scored the opening goal. In fact, I think it was the opening goal was. of the Premier League, very early goal. Was but yeah. So this was our we first. Got, I remember we got done by um, Sir Guy Rebrov. Oh, that's yeah, they had some up. great players there at that time, yeah. didn't they? And yeah, um, when did they get Klim- Klinsman and I um, know oh, mid uh, mid nineties, yeah. 93, 94, 94, yeah. I think it was 94. The, the the crap year we had that we, we, we spoke about the yeah. previous week ninety four ninety five was when um, uh, <laughs> our dealers was manager and he played a front five of right. like Klinsman Dumitrescu and yeah. and Sheringham Barmy <laughs> didn't last but yeah in two thousand um, we were we had our first home match of the season so it was a Tuesday oh, night it was, it was a, it was a Barmy Tuesday night by Barmy I mean with an L and not yeah. an R Hot, and um, yeah humid. it was Manchester United at, at home. Um, 22,000 fans turned up or 22,007 and I think Brilliant. our record was something like our ground capacity was 22,010 oh, or something that was it, yeah. close man so that three was... people didn't turn up and they missed what a, a great game it was absolutely jumping that night and I remember going down there um, earlier in the day that was the day they unveiled the Sir Ralph statue that's very true it was yeah Bobby Charlton and Ray Crawford yeah. did it you know, jointly. Ted, I, I, Ted Phillips, I, they're all there. Yeah, and, I mean, there's there's another Brilliant. story about that because I was actually at the unveiling because it, the Sir Sir Alf Ramsey and Sir Bobby Robson statues were initially my idea. Yeah, I, 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 I have. If you if you look on Wikipedia and people could say, oh, well, you added your own name, which I didn't. Oh, but I, I have got I have got a photographic proof that I used to carry around for a fair bit, but now I don't. But I, I had a I had a letter, and um, that was because we went to. Ipswich went to Wolves and we, I noticed that they had the Stan Sibili, Cullis yeah, or Billy, Billy Wright, Wright statue Wright, sorry, and I was Stan like Cullis, yeah. I think uh, mm-hmm. Sir Bobby Moore 
had died uh, a few months earlier and, and West Ham had unveiled the um, Sir Bobby Moore stand. Mm-hmm. And I was really, really frustrated because in, in football and probably in all works walks of life, we recognise people after they're gone. And yeah. I remember saying, and I was, I was on the um, committee of the Ipswich Town Supporters Club at the time, and I said, you know, why don't we do something while these people are, are alive? And that, that was... You know, sowed the seed, and we we raised fifty thousand pounds for those two statues. Fantastic, and man. I'm glad you said that. You know, even you for go. me, I've no. I, I, as soon as you said, that, I thought, yeah, I remember. I remember being there. But yeah, let, let's just get a little, little look at this United team. That kind of you're not go going on, to go through go all of them, go, but they go on, go for them all. Go well, on. well, I haven't. Well, I don't Bart, think. I don't think Fabian Barthez. They signed him for seven and a half million pounds, and he had a great game that night. He, oh, he made some great he saves. Made one save from Johnson um, header second half that was but, just ridiculous. Yeah, that that header was yeah. fantastic. But you know, their, their team included both Neville brothers, Yap Stam, <laughs> Roy Keane, Paul Scholes. The baby-faced assassin Oli Gonosolskia, oh, uh, Dwight York, Ryan Giggs. You know, then they they, and, they, and they not, were not they mention, were champions, weren't they? They they'd won the the Premier League the the year. Not to mention David Beckham. Yeah, Dave, well, and David Beckham. Yeah, <laughs> who? Well, let's let's go back to the game. So we started off. It was a great night. The atmosphere was fantastic. Can I? I remember something about just quickly. This this is great for prompting memories. Um, I was working for a company at the time, and we had. Um, we had corporate tickets. No, in the gallery, it was a couple of scenes there. We had corporate tickets. So we're quite fr- um, I was quite friendly with um, uh, our contact down there was Rosie, who's still Rosie yeah. uh, Richardson, Richardson, who's still yeah. down there now. Was, I think she's just taken over from Simon Milton. I think she's taken over his role. And um, I remember uh, her calling up and saying, oh, you never guess what. And I, I, perhaps these were before the days of TWT, there's no yeah. phone. You never guess who the first home game is, you know. Oh, go on, Man United. Yes, yeah. yes, it is. Fantastic. Unbelievable, unbelievable. And we, we, what a great start for town. We, we scored after six minutes. I mean, Fabian Wilner scored, but he'd, he'd come in for, for Gary Croft. And in fact, an, another uh, another change from the Tottenham game was that Jermaine Wright had um, come in, I think, for... Scowcroft. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Sco- and there, there, there was a slight change in the formation. Yeah. But yeah. Six minutes. Brilliant pass from from David Johnson. You know, Wilner's kind of overlapped it. And I think what you really thought when Wilner started head, heading towards the the penalty area is, you know, who's he going to cross it to or yeah. whatever like that. Just kept going, didn't he? You know, just um, hit it across hit it, it, didn't it, yeah, straight across Sweet, Bartes. Sweet. And the roof. Absolutely, oh. it, it lifted. Maybe that gave David Sheepshanks the idea to actually put two tears on it and thought, well, actually, you know, let's get the roof higher because the roof did really lift at that. Remember, it was a great start. I just remember great hold-up play from Johnson in yeah. great awareness, you know, great hold-up play, holding players off, may have been stamped for Christ's sake. That yeah. wasn't easy. And just, you know, great run from Wilness, not tracked and just probably not tracked from, probably coming from right, maybe gigs even, but just burying it. Brilliant. Absolutely super. David Beckham equalised. 39th minute, uh, yeah. just before, well, a little bit before half time. Free kick, free Long kick. Long way out, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, one of those ones where you, you see it. Um, I think, who's, who scored a couple of scenes ago? Steven scored one for Brighton. One of these free kicks, corridor of uncertainty, yeah. and it goes all the way in. I know? mean, I still think Richard Wright should have come for it, but I think everybody I just stood, everyone stood still, didn't they? Um, and, you know, he equalised, and the game finished 1-1. But we battered. Oh, well, I remember. I, yeah. I, I, I just remember, we say battered them. We, we gave, certainly gave as good as we got. And I, and I seem to remember that Ferguson has sort of said after the game, oh, to Burley, oh, if you play like that, you'll be you'll be fine. He did. I, I mean, I wrote one of his quotes oh, saying where, where they're talking about, you know, the crowd, and he, he said it felt like there was more than 40,000 people yeah. there. Um, it was that noisy, and it was a, it was a great atmosphere. And it's a cliche saying, but I think on that night, football football was the winner. You know, it was coming against Manchester United, who were champions uh, the whole day. You, you know, know, the Robson statue, yeah. the whole just the whole day. And do you know what? 
I still say that the next season when we redeveloped the North Stand and we and we ultimately went down, yeah. that, that just didn't. All right, we had to because we had the season. You know, you we had such success, yeah. but that just almost went against us, didn't it? I'd, I'd love to at this point press a, another button on the time machine and take us back to when David Sheepshank says, "I tell you what, do you reckon we should redevelop the ground?" And we'd all go, "No, <laughs> don't. Just leave it as it is. We'll be quite happy with yeah. twenty two thousand fans, yeah. and we'll have a." We won't have all these Johnny Come Latelys who will come and you know, come no, and join know. us and um kind of you know, killed the soul of the of, Brilliant, of the brilliant. Grain. I mean it set it set everything up so well and I remember then um the next week I think we played Sunderland and Titus scored a re- well, the following weekend probably yeah. scored a ridiculous he, sort he of ran about barnstorming, 40 yards, didn't he? barnstorming yeah. goal. And then we went off the boil a bit, but I went to the um where the season really then kicked back in was when we won away at Leeds. I went to that game. We went, I think Lee Bowyer scored quite early on and we came back and Scoey scored and I think um, oh, Jermaine Wright scored a yeah, brilliant Jermaine, goal. Yeah. And um, and that just kicked the season off and I think barely, barely lost before Christmas, didn't we? We just went mad, didn't we? It was, it was incredible. Was fantastic oh, times. Just... Like I said, you know, you know, do, doing a bit of research on this was <laughs> was great. And like I said, very difficult to, to pick the games. Brilliant. But uh, th- this one edged one that we'll speak about next year. Oh, it's just a fantastic game. Shall we move on to some birthdays? Go on, who we got? So we've got three this week. And mm-hmm. we've got one who's a town player who's not currently with us Ooh. at the moment. Uh, Joshua Manuel. Joshua on the Manuel. On the 18th of uh, August. Um, obviously at signed a Rotherham loan with, deal with at Rotherham Kiefer Roberto Francisca Moore yeah who how old was Josh Manuel then 921 he's 20 ok so that's 20 on the 18 he's already made 24 appearances for us and, I and think, you know what I think I'd do him good get yeah. get him there hard, not say harden him up Christ he doesn't need harden up look at him he's like a boxer isn't he but, you've only, get, but get games under his belt yeah, but you've only got to listen to the, the, the end of season and the mid season review I think you know which we had with, with Ben and Graham and I, I like him I'd have him in here I'd have him over Jordan Spence I mean, the thing is, you know, the, the strange thing is, and I know we're a little bit further in the season, but, you know, you know, during the summer that, you know, McCarthy signed, you know, Spence back on a on a contract and got Dominic Iorfer. Yeah, in, I, got a, I think had he not got Iorfer, I don't think he'd have let Emmanuel no. go. So I yeah. think, I, I think, look, if he's not going to play, clearly at the moment he prefers, well, it's not what we're talking about, this is bringing it up to date, but clearly he prefers Spence. So I... I you know, if he's if he's going to go to Rotherham this season and get 30, 35, 40 games under his belt, then he's going to come back better for it, isn't he? Yeah. Do you think um, Kiefer Moore has found his level? Is that you know, he he, he needed that low move. Yeah. 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 Again, if he scores, it doesn't matter what level. You know, a level down, he goes, scores 10, 12, 15 goals. Yeah. He'll come back all the more confident. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm. Um, so on, Josh Emmanuel shares shares a birthday with um, Tommy Carroll. God blimey! And Tommy Carroll, the uh, <laughs> uh, Dublin born, is will be seventy five on the eighteenth. Um, played for town between nineteen sixty six yep. and seventy two. Won won eight caps. Um, ended up going to Birmingham. What what are your memories of him? Can you remember? Well, him a, yeah, yeah, of course I can. Yeah, well, I say memory. He, he was a member of the side that won the second division in sixty seven, sixty eight, but more. Um, notoriety from a notoriety point of view he was one of the players with Billy Baxter had the, had the fisty cuffs in the yeah. dressing room with Robson and I think Cyril Lee in, yeah. in, intervened I think and um, I don't think he I don't think Baxter played I think Carroll perhaps did play after that but yeah he was certainly put on the transfer list and, and uh, yeah he, he, he didn't but obviously a, quite a cultured the, player I'm pretty sure first game I saw was probably I think I was about I think 1969, I think it was. And I'm pretty sure he's probably playing right back, uh, you know, right back in that. Yeah, he would have done 75 games in that period. I'm sure he'd probably been playing right back. So he was effectively replaced at right back by Mills. Yeah. And I think um, it's, a, it's a shame you, you talk about that that scrap that they had with Bobby Robson. And 
nowadays that would be on social media. One <laughs> of the players would have been filming that. But you know, I can imagine. You know, fair play to Bobby Robson going in there and stamping his authority on the on the the big players who probably felt they had a bit more control over the team than well, he wanted. As he said, they were the same age as him, yeah. pretty much. Because when he, when he came to Ipswich, he was only like 36. So yeah. people like, maybe maybe Carroll, well, I won't do the maths now, but maybe someone like Billy Baxter and Carroll was only slightly younger, same age. So, you know, he had to show that authority. Yeah. And, you know, well, obviously, uh, we all know what happened following that. Uh, the last birthday this week is on the on the twenty first of August, and and this man has quite a roll call, really. Uh, Suffolk born <laughs> Ted Phillips. God, Christ, He'll be yeah. eighty four on, on the twenty first. Now, if you're sitting there and, you, and you're under a certain age, I tell you what, please Google and and read about Ted Ted Phillips because absolutely phenomenal. Scored one hundred and seventy nine goals for for Town, so he is joint second goal scorer with with John Walk. He scored 46 in one season in 1956-57 when we won the third division. Yeah. He then went on to win the second division. Yeah. He then won the first division. Yeah. You know, um, the partnership that he had with Ray Crawford was probably our best ever partnership. I think it probably was. I mean, Crawford only went on to play twice for England, but I'd, I'd met, I'd, I was fortunate enough to go to the ex-players dinner this year. I got invited by a mate and I went and... Um, Oh, I, mate, I spent half an hour talking to Ray Crawford. Brilliant, lovely, and he was talking about Phillips and their partnership and stuff. Lovely, and it's sort of just getting back to that era, kind of sixty-one, sixty-two. There's only five players still alive from that, from, right, which yeah. it would be, you know, yeah. he's sort of talking about. I think Andy Nelson, the centre half, he was there that that night. But uh, oh yeah, to hear Crawford talk about Phillips, and I think he was a bit of a a prankster, a bit of a, a joker as well, yeah. you know. But um, Oh, his shot, you know, stories of him, you know, goalkeepers getting out of the way of his penalties and actually putting balls, heavy balls at the time, you know, almost through the net, you know. Yeah. Well, you said exactly what I was going to say because my dad would always tell me, particularly under the, the John Duncan era and, and Paul Jewell, he was saying, I don't know what you've got anything to moan about. He said, I've been following town since, you know, I watched them in Division 3 South and some games you had to get there at 11 o'clock in the morning. I don't know whether this was true. It was very hard to find this out. But what he would say about Ted Phillips, he said his shot was so hard that yeah. I think he told the story. And, I'd really like to know whether you know some of these are true. Whether goalkeepers did move out of the way, but he told a story that he took a penalty and it hit the keeper and still took the keeper into the back <laughs> of the goal. Yeah, you know, I'm not sure about that, but it be it was phenomenal. Player. I can't believe it. What what Crawford did say, Ray Crawford said, and he's a really modest guy. He said, you know what? Um, he said, you know, a lot of his goals were just rebounds from Phillips would yeah. shoot from like 30, 35 yards. Yeah. Keeper would never hold them, and he'd just tuck them away, pick up the scraps. Yeah, yeah, and poacher. It, Interestingly, he went on to manage Floriana, who have a link with with it, which is yep. the first team that we played a European Cup Cup match against. Um, but we might cover that again in a, in another week. I'm who sure knows? we might. I'm sure we might. So there you go. I'm gonna I'm gonna press the stop button the stop on the button. stat machine and um, let's hop off. Back to back to back, back to, to the, the bunker. Back we, to the we should have if you're a certain age, you probably will remember Jamie and his magic torch. But I kind <laughs> of see this now. But we kind of jump down this and we suddenly. Go and visit these games. Wouldn't it be great? And That'd you can see absolutely superb. Wouldn't yeah, it? Some of that. Some of certainly, I tell you what, I'd season. love to go back to that Man U game in two thousand. You got that? Is, that's getting quite emotional thinking about that yeah. game. That was just well, brilliant. Here's a tissue. <laughs> all right. Well, that will do for this week's walk down memory lane. We hope you all enjoyed it out there. If you again, if you remember any of the events we've spoken about or have any suggestions, please let us know on social media um, at Blue Monday ITFC. I can reach me at. Uh, Twitter at David Diamond Three Stat at Chomp X Three, um, and please don't forget to hit follow on there and like at Facebook dot com slash Blue Monday ITFC. 
Um, and just to remind everybody, Ben will be here with the preview show on Friday. I'll be back on the main show with Ben on Monday, which will no doubt feature Statman's magnificent stat of the week. And with any luck, we'll be back this time next week with more nostalgia. Goodbye from me. Thanks for listening. Cheers. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.